Welcome to Emil Franzing's Voices of the West, dedicated to the principle that America was better off when our TV shows featured cowboys instead of lawyers. No truer words have ever been spoken, I don't think. Welcome to another edition of Amel Franzi's Voices of the West. I'm Harry Alexander. Bunker to France is here. We're yep. streaming to you live from the White Stallion Ranch. J- Todd Roberts is in Los Angeles. And our guest today... Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. And our guest today is Joel Dutch Dorch. He is the um, executive director of the Happy Trails Children's Foundation that was established by Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. Joel, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. It's my privilege to be here today. It's our privilege to have you, sir. Before we get into the talk, we've got a couple of housekeeping things to take care of. Yeah, just some dates here of importance or semi-importance or I think might be important. Uh, (laughs) Last Thursday was the birthday of James Colburn. He was born in 1928. Today is a very important day, I think. It's VJ Day, oh, yeah. which is celeb- you know, uh, not, not celebrating, but in memory of yeah. the victory over Japan in yep. the Pacific. And that's, that's you know, I, have, I lost family in that, so it's important. Uh, and then this, uh, today, which is too late, but uh, Sunday and Monday, the Sonoda Rodeo is going on oh. for the folks in the area. Yeah. It's one of the best small-town it rodeos is. in the country. We went to that one year, yeah. and uh, we had a blast down there. It is. It's, you know, I, I saw a little guy, because they also have the uh, junior rodeo That's going right, on the at kids. the same time. Yeah, yeah. And they had this one little guy out there roping, right? <laughs> and he, he caught his calf, ran down the rope. And the calf was about three times bigger than him, <laughs> and he's trying to throw him, and he can't. Well, you've got just so many times, and then sure. they flag you, and it's yeah. over. Yeah. He wouldn't quit. He kept going, kept <laughs> going, great. and he finally threw the calf. Determination. Everybody stood up and cheered. Hell that yeah, was man. cowboy courage that's from a right. little guy. No that was so cool. And that's what you see at those kind of rodeos. That's right. And then my last uh, little bit of nonsense, uh, on the 9th, that's next Saturday, they're going to have the prickly pear jamboree in Vail. So if you're interested in prickly pear jamborees, uh, Google it up and get all your information. And one other item to talk about, uh, the Mezcal movie set has uh, tours going on uh, probably through next month. And uh, I think they expect some uh, filming to be taking mm-hmm. place out of Mezcal. So um, check out mezcalmovieset.com find out exactly what all is going on out there and uh, partake in it because it's a cool place it is cool all right uh todd roberts you're the man who found uh, dutch dorch for us it's uh, your fault. yeah it's your fault sir so why don't you go ahead and introduce him well uh as much as dutch thinks this is a privilege honor and a privilege for him it's an honor and privilege for me that's uh this is a friend for let's see we're coming on 30 years wow oh, that's 28 right years 28 years um he he's uh he's many things to me first of all he's my friend second of all he's a gentleman third of all he loves B westerns more than anybody I know, other than Harry Alexander, <laughs> um, and knows more about B westerns more than any other person I know, other than Harry Alexander. Well, maybe not. <laughs> and he, he, he's one of the only people that ever I was ever sitting around talking about uh, at a cowboy shoot. And we we're just a regular everyday monthly cowboy shoot on a Sunday, and. We're sitting there talking about movies, this one, that one. He goes, do you like Johnny Mac Brown? Oh. I fell right off. I fell right off my chair. I was on the ground. They had to pick me up with a shovel. And I was like, you don't know who Johnny Mac Brown is? He goes, I sure do. I watched him. Well, that just shows you how deep and far back Dutch goes. He's a lover of the West. He definitely lives by the code of the West. And, of course... He does talk about somebody fighting the good fight. This is a gentleman fights the good fight for the Happy Trails Children Foundation. Yeah, we watched uh, uh, one of our favorite bees last night uh, below the border. Uh, Buck Jones, Tim McCoy, and Raymond Hatton, and uh, our uh, henches were yeah, our henches were um, 
uh, Roy Barcroft and yeah, uh, yeah, Charlie King. Yeah, I King mean, of Hinges. Charlie oh, King. Oh, man. Charlie King. It, it was great. It was just great. And, uh, and there will be drops coming from that as soon as I If, uh, if you're a uh, Dutch, if you're ever out here in Tucson, <laughs> you're invited for Friday coffee oh, yeah. and breakfast with Harry and I yeah. for about an hour and a half to two hours. That's all we talk about. <laughs> His B-Westerns. <laughs> so let's talk about the Happy Trails Children's Foundation. Yes. Founded by Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. Dutch, what what is the purpose behind this particular foundation? Well, Roy and Dale always had a soft spot in their heart for children, yep. and especially abused children. They had adopted a little boy mm. uh, way back many years ago who had been severely abused. Mm. And... Uh, they brought him into their home. They loved him, and uh, but they had to deal with with issues with this child relating back to his abuse. Mm-hmm. And so they always had a soft spot in their heart uh, for abused children, and they wanted to do something about it. In this day and age, there shouldn't be any such thing as abused children. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And yet it seems to be growing in epidemic proportion. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's how Roy and Dale got involved. Well, let me see if I have the history correct here. Uh, It started with the Victor Valley uh, Child Abuse Task Force in 1982, and then Roy and Dale got involved. And the name was changed to Happy Trails Children Foundation to reflect their support and participation. Is that, Do I have that right? You have that exactly right. And, of course, Happy Trails Children's Foundation is a much nicer name than Victor Valley Child Abuse. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It's more friendly, more yeah. family friendly, too. That's right. How did you get involved, Dutch? Well, Dusty and I were friends for many years. Dusty Rogers. Dusty Dusty Rogers. Rogers, Okay. Roy Rogers, Jr. Ah. uh, Were friends uh, through SAS, Single Action Shooting Society. Which you helped form. Uh, I was there at the beginning. (laughs) I joined the board of... few years after it had been started. What was your SAS number? But I was there at the very beginning. What was your SAS number? Dusty and I, I remember very distinctly uh, at Coto de Casa in Orange County, California. Uh, That's where the first few end of trails were held. And uh, we were in the big tent, standing in the back on a Saturday night while the band was playing. And back then, way back in the early days, everybody's hat looked alike. (laughs) And if you look at old westerns, you know that very few hats were the same. And so Dusty and I were criticizing the hats. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And after a few years, the hats began to change, and they started to get their own individual looks. Sounds like something Bunker and I would be doing. (laughs) You know, that's that's always been one of my favorite things, watching the old silent and B-Westerns, because so many of those guys were actual cowboys. So you were seeing their 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 actual hats, not not wardrobe hats, which always looked wrong. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So what is your SAS number there? Dutch, what's your SAS number? My SAS number is uh, 455. Wow. I want to run. So I want to run a little history here at you from the foundation because I thought I think this is important to, to 
but for acknowledge the folks involved. But the foundation was the first house was the Cooper House in Apple Valley uh, from a bequest from the estate of uh, George Harold Cooper, and he provi provided some of the financial base for the house. And the house itself was donated by Dr. and Mrs. Philip Marsden and was moved to a 40-acre lot donated by Don and Lynn Holbrook. And then the house has been remodeled. You've added uh, cottages, cafeteria, support things. But I, I like that because you see all of these different people that, uh, like Roy and Dale, that they had a place in their heart for the kids and were willing to make these kinds of sacrifices. That's right. You've got it down pat. So the purpose of the foundation is to help these children who have been abused. Is there a number of kids that have been helped uh, that well, you can talk about? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, I don't have that number with me, but it has to be in the hundreds now. Ah. This is like 44 kids at a time at the facility, right? Right. Yeah. We're licensed for 44 beds, and uh, they stay on average about 18 months. Some get out earlier in 12 months. They have a, a prescribed program that they go through, mm -hmm. and they have goals that have to be met periodically. And uh, when they complete the program, they actually graduate. And uh, then uh, their caseworker from whatever county they're from in Southern California, their caseworker in conjunction with our professional staff uh, determine uh, where they can go. Sometimes they can go back home. Sometimes they go to grandparents or even we've had them go to older brothers and sisters' mm -hmm. uh, homes. And many times they go to foster care until they turn 18. I have a question for you. This is kind of, a, for me, a personal thing because I'm a uh, mixed blood Native American, Basque, some Euro trash thrown in there. But uh, I know it's, it's, these are probably mostly the really kids that have really had it hard. And this makes a lot of them, I guess, it's their last resort. But uh, how many, or do you get any Native American uh, boys there? We have through the years. Uh, they need I would have to tell you they are a minority, and uh, we do, we have not had very many, but we have had some. One of the things that you have coming up uh, Saturday, October the 21st of this year is their sizzling summer opportunity drawing, yes. and uh, this is to help raise funds for uh, for the Children's Foundation. Um, let's talk about the uh, the grand prize there, the pair of Colt single-action revolvers. Holy mackerel. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This year we have uh, some very, very unique guns. It's a pair of Colt single-actions uh, that were uh, are actually from Colt to America Remembers, where America Remembers decorated them as a tribute to Roy Rogers. Cool. And they're gorgeous guns. Yes, they uh, they're real guns. They're subject to all federal and state uh, firearms regulations and transfers. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have, with the pair of Colts, we have a an exact replica of Roy's double holster rig. Cool. And <laughs> the whole thing, the guns and the holster rig and all, would be valued conservatively between $10,000 and $12,000. Oh wow. Wow. And the uh, and somebody's going to... Someone's going to win that. Gonna win them on, on uh, October, October 21. 21 with a $10 ticket. That's it. Tickets are 10 bucks to uh, get involved in this. And, 11 for 100 Yeah, Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, what a worthwhile cause and what a great prize. Even the other prizes that are 
uh, being offered. Awesome. Uh, our, yeah, a second. The second prize is a Cimarron model 1873 cavalry uh, single action Colt. Uh, then third prize, and this is the one I really want: Navy arms side by side 12 gauge oh, shotgun. Oh, cool? <laughs> yeah. uh, Fourth prize: Great Rides of Today's Wild West. It's a horseman's photographic journey across the American West by uh, Mark Bedore. And then fifth prize, there'll be five winners there, a book about John Wayne and an American legend by Roger M. Crowley. And again, uh, tickets are 10 bucks each or 11 for $100. And uh, the drawing is the 21st of October uh, this year. You do not need to be present to win. And the way you find out about this is going to happytrails.org, happytrails.org. And there's all kinds of information on the website there that's going to tell you. And there's a phone number, too. And and a phone number. 855-788-4440. That's 855-788-4440. Yeah. And I want to just another little thing here while we're... This is a kind of a... I won't call it a quote. It's kind of like a... Kind of a mission thingy. Only known children's charity in the country that actually supports the shooting sports and our Second Amendment rights. So everybody out there, you're you're helping the kids, you're helping our country, and you're helping your, your Second Amendment rights. And, and thank you for doing that, Joel. Yes. Absolutely. I wouldn't do it any other way. We raised most of our money uh, to support the, the, the home and the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, through our raffles and live and silent auctions, mm-hmm. and uh, this this raffle will bring in with these special Roy Rogers guns. Uh, we're having an amazing response. That's great. And uh, it should raise somewhere oh seventy five to eighty five thousand dollars. That is that is excellent. Well tell us a little bit something about the double R bar regulators and how they support you guys. I got a whole bunch of stuff like these guys, but I want <laughs> I want to know about You've these done guys. A lot I of saw homework. their pictures. Yes, yeah, the he homeboys. <laughs> He's yeah, our crack double research R bar, <laughs> Double R bar regulators are the uh, high desert SAS club. Uh, serving uh, Victorville, Hesperia, Apple Valley, and they shoot out at the uh, Lions Club Park in Lucerne Valley. They have an, uh, a replica of an old west town set up out there cool. where they shoot in one of the most scenic areas you would ever find. I mean, it is it is old west all the way. And uh, we're looking for new members, and we shoot the uh, second Sunday of every month. Uh, There's a shoot going on there, a cowboy shoot. It's lots of fun. It's very safe. We shoot at steel targets downrange. We don't shoot at each other. <laughs> That's recommended. <laughs> and, uh, Let's it, make it, it real authentic. Uh, Todd can tell you how much fun it is. Yeah. Oh, it's it's the most fun. Uh, I can't think of anything there, else. Uh, I have not shot there at Double R, but I have shot with many people who have, mm-hmm. and they always talk about what a fabulous spot it is. You feel like you're in the middle of a... Uh, of a, uh, a Randolph Scott movie. Oh, cool. Uh, you it know, looks like a location, the desert, yeah. that high desert. It's yeah. a beautiful location and it's a lot of fun. All right, we got to do our first commercial break. Our guest is uh, Dutch. Dorch. Dorch. Yeah, say that that three times fast or not. Uh, He's the executive director of the Happy Trails Children's Foundation. Harry Alexander, Bunker Defense, and Todd Roberts streaming live to you from the White Stallion Ranch. Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. We'll be back after these messages. 
Arizona, the land of cattle, copper, and cowboys. It's also the true west where a large number of westerns were built. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly respected sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73. That would be the White Stallion Ranch. Situated in the mountains just northwest of Tucson, the White Stallion Ranch is an award-winning dude ranch with 43 guest rooms and the Hacienda. That's a five-bedroom, three-bathroom home perfect for larger families, family reunions, and girlfriend getaways. Every guest room has a private patio with views of the cactus gardens, mountains, or corrals. Generous floor plans offer sunny, comfortable rooms, but you won't want to stay in your room. Outdoor activities are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e-biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Go Western for your next getaway. The White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at whitestallionranch.com or call 520-297-0252. Are you looking for a smart way to invest your hard-earned dollars? Look no further than Wilkinson Wealth Management. This is an investment firm that works for you based on your expectations, not what the stock market says. This is a firm that wants you as a client, not just as a customer. This is a firm that lets you design a portfolio for when you need it. It's a new name, but the same great service you've come to expect. Imus Wilkinson is now Wilkinson Wealth Management. 7411 East Tanker Verde in Tucson. 520-777-1911. Watch Old West silent movies anytime at VoicesOfTheWest.net We all make promises, big and small. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I do solemnly swear to help you when you're in need. To be considerate and caring. To be your loving, faithful friend. Partner. Child. Parent. Neighbor. One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. Why, those old enemy, prickly jack, come to nerve us, Elk. It's Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack Slate. This is the Voices of the West. I'm an old cow hen from the Rio Grande, and I sing the song. We are back on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. Harry Alexander Bunker to France and Todd Roberts. Dutch Dorch is our guest. He is the executive director of the Happy Trails Children's Foundation. And uh, we're talking about Roy Rogers, of course, in case there was some question about that. <laughs> and that clip that you heard there was uh, the great Paul Lind as uh, the uh, chief uh, in the movie The Villain, filmed out at Old Tucson. Yeah, uh, where down at Real Rico, that part. Yeah, and where he's talking about uh, uh, Kirk Douglas, uh, who <laughs> it's Cactus Jack, but he calls him Prickly Jack. Prickly Jack. <laughs> he was funny. I he was. was. Down there. He it was, was great, hilarious. great stuff. All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Roy Rogers. What do you say? Roy, Roy, what would you want to say about Roy? Well, I want Dutch to talk about oh, Roy. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear what Dutch has to say. He was a great guy. And the thing that surprised me uh, after meeting him was that he has a ter- he had a terrific sense of humor. Hmm. He was a very funny man. <laughs> and uh, that didn't come across in the movies as such. I mean, he was an action hero, a singing cowboy, a terrific horseman. In my opinion, he was probably the best horseman of all the old-time cowboys. Mm -hmm. And they were all pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And And he learned to do that all on his own, uh, having grown up on a farm. Isn't that correct? That's correct. Well, you know, and uh, if you watch any Roy movie, you'll see a close-up 
running insert shot where the the galloping horse is following the camera car mm -hmm. and you'll see it up close and you know that it's Trigger mm -hmm. and you know that it's Roy. Mm -hmm. Now there were doubles. There were doubles for Trigger. Other Palominos and Roy owns several. Yeah. But uh, in every movie I've seen of his and I've seen them all many times yeah. uh you will get that running insert shot that is just so good. It's so smooth. Yep. Well, you know, one of the things, too, is when he got out to California and he knew he'd be working in the movies, he would go down and go out and go riding, and he would watch his shadow, and he, mm -hmm. he would go out over and over and over until mm -hmm. it was, you know, the, the the shadow was so smooth and you know I had never thought about that as I've ridden all my life I never ever thought about something like that mm -hmm. but he was in that area he was a perfectionist he wanted he wanted his hero to be a hero and he was no question that's about right it. no question about it you've uh, on the Happy Trails Children's Foundation website which again is happytrails.org you have a couple of articles up there, and uh, the one that is rather intriguing is uh, about Roy's saddles. Talk about those. Yeah, I, uh, I've been a horseman all my life. Uh, I grew up in, born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama, and that's how I knew about Johnny Mac Brown. Yeah, there you go, the Pride of Dothan. From Dothan, Alabama. Pride <laughs> of Dothan, yep. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, I had horses from the time I was about 10 years old. Sometimes I had as many as six horses wow. at the same time. Wow. And uh, I've had horses most of my life up until uh, health issues. Uh, pretty much eliminated that phase of my life, which I still regret. But I always had an interest in the saddles in the old B Western. Mm -hmm. uh, all the cowboy heroes, uh, Lone Ranger, uh, Silver was always perfectly decked out, and Silver uh, trappings. Uh, Roy and Trigger, Gene Autry, Hopalong Cassidy, all of the old heroes uh, had beautiful horses with magnificent saddles. And in later years, I found out those saddles came generally from one shop, the shop of Edward Bowen mm -hmm. in Hollywood. And that was the name I had never heard until... Uh, as an adult, I moved to California and uh, doing a little research found found that out. Hmm. And uh, so Roy uh, didn't own Trigger for the first several years that he used him in the movies. He was provided by the Hudkins Brothers stable. Uh, a stable in Hollywood that uh, rented horses out for the movies. And they had cast horses and they had lead horses. And Trigger, uh, his original name was uh, Golden Cloud. Hmm. And he was considered a lead horse. Uh, a horse that one of the lead actors would ride. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had an audition at Republic when Roy was uh, getting ready to, to do his first movie. And they invited all the stables to bring their lead horses out for Roy to try. And Roy tried several horses, and then he got on trigger and rode him down the street and back. And he said, this is the horse for me. Yeah. And, uh, but he, he had to rent the horse from Hudkins Brothers for several years until he was able to buy him. Roy's salary to begin at Republic was $75 a week. Wow. 
And he that couldn't much? afford sugar. Yeah. Couldn't afford to buy him on, on that sour. Hmm. And uh, so uh, the first few years, he used uh, saddles that came with Trigger from Hudkins. Uh, some were silver saddles, some silver-mounted saddles, some were uh, plain cowboy saddles. And uh, after he bought Trigger, in about 1942, he bought his first personal silver-mounted saddle from Bowling. And it had uh, diamonds and half-diamonds and uh, gorgeous saddle. And he used that saddle uh, from 1942 till... Uh, the end of his filming career uh, uh, with the Roy Rogers TV show. And in the meantime, he bought several other saddles. And uh, in the late 40s, early 50s, there had been great strides in plastic. I hope you get that. During the war years, Lots of uses were found for plastic. And there was a saddle maker, originally, I believe, in Nebraska, who uh, thought he could make saddles out of of plastic. Hmm. And for some reason, these plastic saddles, which I hated because I loved the silver saddles, uh... The plastic saddles caught Roy's eye, and he ended up, I believe, with six or seven. It's been hard to nail that number down, but uh, I can account for six of them, and I think he may have had one or two more. Hmm. Yeah, he had one that was red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue, that's right. (laughs) And uh, he used those saddles mainly in personal appearances. And uh, uh, Son of Paleface with Bob Hope and Jane Russell, Mm -hmm. he did a mud scene. And, of course, he did not want to ride his beautiful silver saddle. Mm -hmm. So he used one of the plastic saddles in that mud scene because then all he had to do was hose it off. (laughs) And those were beautiful saddles, too, but they had the silver mounting and everything. Talk about the the difference uh, in the, the in a lot of the B movies we see the high back uh, uh, seat. I can't hold as well. Okay, and then you know as the time marches on, that re- was reduced. It seems to me that that high back is uh, would be a hell of a lot more comfortable than the low back ones. I don't. I've, well, I don't know. I've always preferred a high back saddle. And uh, I'm sure that dates back to my love of the B. Western. Yeah. Well, you know, the big change came with when uh, rodeo came. Roping got really big in sure. rodeo, uh-huh. and the roping saddles because they had the smaller, smaller right. cantle and mm-hmm. so so you could step off easier. Because that's the one thing about the old cacks is that it you can get kind of hard trying to get off of one real quick. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, I think you're right. Let's do another commercial break here and uh, talk some more about Roy Rogers and the Happy Trails Children's Foundation. Dutch Dorch is our guest. Harry Alexander, Bunker to France, and Todd Roberts with you. We're streaming live from the White Stallion Ranch. And we've got some commercials uh, hope that you'll take a, pay, take a listen to and uh, be right back. Can you even imagine switching back to pen and paper to run your business? Every year we become more and more dependent upon our technology. If your network is not set up properly, you're just one click or one email away from losing data critical to your operation. Arizona Computer Guru offers a host of services to prevent and protect you from disaster. From online backup services to email filtering to fully managed network services, Arizona Computer Guru is here to keep your network secure, your data safe, and your budget in the black. To schedule your free consultation, call 304-8300. The Tucson Trap and 
boutique club dates from 1948 and is now at 7800 West Old Ajo Highway. The club owns 80 acres and leases 300 more from Pima County that supports 50 trap fields, 15 skeet fields, two five-stand fields, two sporting plays courses with 12 stations each, a 9,000-square-foot clubhouse, 200 full-service RV hookups for members, and free Wi-Fi. This expansive facility gives enough room to host major national and international events annually, bringing thousands of people to the community. Check it out at TucsonTrapAndSkeet.com. I've been driving trucks for a long time. Safety is my number one priority. I know that my truck has huge blind spots. That's why I remember to check my mirrors often for smaller vehicles. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're behind the wheel, try to avoid lingering in those blind spots. It can be dangerous. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. This is Jerry Geronimo Martin, and I am proud to tell you I am listening to the Voices of the West. on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West, Harry Alexander, Bunker to France, Todd Roberts. Our guest is uh, Dutch... Dorch. Dorch. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Uh, and, and Dutch, I play the high chaparral theme here uh, at the bottom of the break because, uh, well, Mr. DeFrance here was in 52 of those episodes and he walks if I don't play That's it. That's right. So. I, 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 just, I just leave the chair and yeah, go, go home. I go home. So uh, we got to make that little That's accommodation right. since... He doesn't really get anything extra in his little that's, envelope at the end of the week. That's that's yeah. That's, that my <laughs> that was one is. of my favorite TV westerns. Oh, it is. is. Don't you think that's probably the closest any TV western has come to what a real ranch was like? Yeah. Oh, it was uh, well produced. Yep, it was. Well, you know, I've got something here. I want to ask you, or actually, I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me about seeing the Roy Rogers show live and in person on stage at the War Memorial Auditorium in Birmingham, Alabama, when you were eight years old. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that goes way back uh, yeah. <laughs> to December 1950. Uh, I was eight years old. I was born in '42. And uh, the Roy Rogers show came to Birmingham on a Sunday, and I believe they did two shows on stage at the War Memorial Auditorium in downtown Birmingham. And my parents took me and my younger brother, and uh, we really enjoyed that when uh, we were walking up to the auditorium, Roy's trailer truck was parked at the curb and the side door was open and the ramp was down and inside I could see a man, was not Roy uh, brushing trigger and at that time I thought wow, when I grow up I want to drive Roy's truck and take <laughs> care of it. That's great. That is great. That is so oh, cool. So wonderful. Roy was a, uh, uh, you write an article uh, again on the uh, Happy Trails website, uh, that Roy was a patriot who loved his flag and country. And, uh, yeah, he did sell bonds during uh, World War II, uh, bunches of USO tours, and uh, so, and it even did a tour of Vietnam. I unfortunately didn't uh, make, d- didn't get to see him there. But uh, you know, that's okay. that's all right. He did a ton of d- during the World War Two. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got you know we've been talking and talking and talking about Roy, and I, I one of the pieces that I read that you wrote was in the Victorville newspaper was Dale Evans still reigns as Queen of the West and uh, she did 28 Western movies with Roy 100 episodes of the show but how was she I, I never I never had a chance I, I met Roy and, and Dale briefly at a, at a coffee shop in Burbank years ago but it was just hello so happy to meet you kind of thing and she had to she took care of good Roy from what from everything I heard is she took care of him like she was, he was the king of the world 
<laughs> I think that's true. Uh, she was a great lady in every way. And uh, I have tremendous respect for her and, and for Roy mm-hmm. and what they were able to do in their lifetime uh, for children and for fans all over the world. I mean, I get to hear lots of stories from fans who, who are now in their 70s and 80s who grew up uh, with Roy as their hero and had an effect, a change on their life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, uh, it's amazing to hear. You know, so, so Dutch, I got to ask you. Tell us a story about Trigger that nobody knows, or something that very few people know. Trigger smokes cigars. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> that's not uh, true. Roy told me that, as far as he knew, Trigger was a stallion. Is and I asked him about Trigger's offspring. And Roy told me that as far as he knew, Trigger had never been bred. Mm-hmm. That's true. And the, the reason he used that terminology, as far as he knew, is because Trigger was under the care of Roy's trainer for much of that time. Glenn Randall. And uh, that was the great Glenn Randall. A Nebraska cowboy who came to Hollywood in the early 40s, and he uh, might be considered as the greatest horse trainer of all time. So I've got a, I, I've got two great stories uh, about, well, related to one to Dutch and the other one to the one and only uh, Roy Rogers. So uh, Roy, as I've said. Uh, Dutch and I are cowboy action shooters, and uh, uh, you know, every year at End of Trail, which is the Super Bowl of cowboy action shooting, um, there's you know a lot of it goes on five days, and there's trophies and a lot of things. But on Saturday night, they have a costume contest, mm-hmm. and all these guys, you'd see these guys and these women, they'd come out and they'd be just dressed to the nines a lot of them made their own clothing and you know they'd be really full of themselves and you know they'd be dressed as as cavalry officers or dressed as as uh, uh, Jim Dandy bankers or they'd be dressed as Indians or any of the number of different people that you'd see in the West and one year uh, I'm out there and uh, I had, of course, knew Dutch, and I knew Dusty because he'd come out once in a while. And uh, one year they they have the costume contest, and they're everybody's all lined up, and they they say, "All right, are we start ready to start the contest?" And all these guys are all standing there with their ch- chests puffed out like they're the like the roosters on the walk, you know, and. Somebody says, "Oh no, we got one. We got one more contestant. One more contestant." And well, where is he? We're not going to wait any longer. <laughs> and finally, here he comes, <laughs> and it's Roy Rogers's grandson. Oh my God! Who had the same physique as Roy did when he was young? Wow! And what is he wearing? He's <laughs> wearing a vintage nudie outfit. Of Roy's. And he literally walks out there and he's just duded up head to toe. He looks like he's he looks like a reincarnation of Roy coming out of a movie right that's off the so, movie screen. Cool. And so you cool. see all these guys who are all duded up in their outfits that their wives made and they had put together. And you saw certain guys just like, well, you could see this look on their face like, well, this really sucks. <laughs> and they turn around, and they turn around, and you know they just almost turn their back on the whole thing, you know. And 
and and I forget. Um, uh, is it Dustin? Is that his name? Dusty. Dustin. That's correct. Oh, Dustin, the grandson. He he did this like three or four years in, uh, over the time that I knew him, and I tell you, every time he'd come out and he'd come out with a new outfit, and some then people would not know who he was, and they'd say. Well, how's a young kid like that afford those? And somebody would finally be kind enough to him. They shut him up and say, well, he goes into his grandfather's closet and he gets one out. <laughs> you know, I, I, was, I was hoping you was going to mention, because uh, I saw the pictures of the folks that entered the contest as gunfighting chickens. <laughs> those outfits were hilarious. So Roy was the uh, fellow who... Uh, uh, who uh, formed up the original Sons of the Pioneers? That's and correct. Spencer and uh, what the other guy? Back in uh, what, 1933? It was. That's pretty. 1933. Cool. He put an ad in the paper for uh, a Western singer who preferably could play a stringed instrument, and uh, Bob Nola, the. Uh, Terrific songwriter, yes, longtime member of the Sons of the Pioneers. He answered that ad, and then uh, time went by, and he did a, put another ad in. And uh, one of the Far brothers, I believe, it was Hugh Far. Oh, it was Tim Spencer. Uh, answered the ad, and he was the first real musician. <laughs> Uh, to join the group but also back at the beginning uh, Roy and uh, they had a friend and heck what was his name you talk about Tim Spencer Tim Spencer the third member of the trio and they formed the uh, the Pioneer Trio and one time when they were on the radio in Long Beach, uh, the announcer thought they were too young to be pioneers. <laughs> and so he called them the sons of the pioneers. Uh -huh. And it stuck. How funny. <laughs> <laughs> so when did Roy uh, change his name? Twice. Uh, you know, I don't know when he legally changed his name. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, but he was known as Leonard. Probably Sly. around 1940. Yeah, he he was known as Leonard Sly when he was with the uh, with the Sons of the Pioneers when he first started. That's when, right. he first started then, uh, yeah. when he first started working it, pictures, he he went by Dick Weston, and then Dick came Weston. Weston. Okay. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, let's see. I had something here. What was it? I'd well, while you look for that, we're going to take our last commercial oh, okay. break. Okay. And that, that gives you a chance to, uh, to do that sort of thing. Here. I know. Harry Alexander, Bugger to France, and Todd Roberts with you on Abel Francie's Voices of the West. Dutch Dorch, our guest, talking Roy Rogers. We'll be right back. Arizona, the land of cattle, copper, and cowboys. It's also the true West, where a large number of Westerns were built. For your next vacation, come out to where Wyatt Earp made a name for himself as a highly respected sheriff. Stay where Jimmy Stewart filmed Winchester 73. That would be the White Stallion Ranch. Situated in the mountains just northwest of Tucson, the White Stallion Ranch is an award-winning dude ranch with 43 guest rooms and the Hacienda. That's a five-bedroom, three-bathroom home perfect for larger families, family reunions, and girlfriend getaways. Every guest room has a private patio with views of the cactus gardens, mountains, or corrals. Generous floor plans offer sunny, comfortable rooms, but you won't want to stay in your room. Outdoor activities are plentiful at the White Stallion Ranch. Horseback riding, hiking, shooting, archery, rock climbing, e-biking, and a weekly ranch rodeo are among the numerous activities that you'll enjoy on your ranch vacation. Go Western for your next getaway. The White Stallion Ranch. Book your vacation now online at whitestallionranch.com or call 520-297-0252. 
Are you looking for a smart way to invest your hard-earned dollars? Look no further than Wilkinson Wealth Management. This is an investment firm that works for you based on your expectations, not what the stock market says. This is a firm that wants you as a client, not just as a customer. This is a firm that lets you design a portfolio for when you need it. It's a new name, but the same great service you've come to expect. I Miss Wilkinson is now Wilkinson Wealth Management. 7411 East Tanker Verde in Tucson. 520-777-1911. Read classic Western comics anytime at VoicesOfTheWest.net. Hello? I'm Mr. Red. No doubt you've heard about rescue groups for dogs and cats. But did you know there's a rescue group for horses? That's right. It's called Horses Around Rescue. Founders Steve Boyce and Teresa Worrell are helping out all those equine victims of neglect and cruelty by giving them a place to restore their health and wellness. And Horses Around provides a nurturing and natural environment where horses can be horses, so they can be adopted out into forever homes. More than 120 horses, mules, and donkeys have been adopted out, but like everything else, it costs money to run the project. Horses Around is a 501c3 nonprofit located in Southeast Arizona. Your tax-deductible donations to Horses Around will go a long way so those horses can be horses. Check out the website, horsesaroundrescue.org. Make a difference in a horse's life. That's horsesaroundrescue.org. We all make promises, big and small. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I do solemnly swear to help you when you're in need. To be considerate and caring. To be your loving, faithful friend. Partner. Child. Parent. Neighbor. One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. You ever see the wind blow a rooster in a jug? Ain't nothing that'll make your innards more squeamy than the first-class pure old twisty wheel. This is the Voices of the West. Night guard, I'm a riding around a thousand bedded steers, and tonight my thoughts are sliding down the trail of distant years. Coyotes howling in the darkness chills my weary bones. Foreman's prowl around the campfire makes the cowboy feel at home. We're back on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. I'm Terry Alexander, Bunker to France, and Todd Roberts with you. Dutch Dorch is our uh, guest, and uh, we're talking Roy Rogers. Uh, Dutch is the executive director of the Happy Trails Children's Foundation, and there's some Roy there with you yeah. uh, from the Sons of the Pioneers. Well, yeah. So I got I got the story now to make everybody jealous, no. uh, and it's solely solely because of our great guest Joel Dutch Dorch. So I was out there shooting with him one day on a typical Sunday, cowboy shoot Sunday, at, out at uh, uh, Norco, out at Rahagis. And uh, we're shooting on the same posse, which sometimes would happen. And uh, we're kind of getting, you know, uh, it was kind of getting to the end of the day. The shoot would probably start at, eight, at 9 o'clock and would probably go to 3 or 4. It's uh, about 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the afternoon. And... Uh, I'm I'm saying to uh, Dutch, well, I I gotta I gotta go to the car. Or I gotta I'm hungry. I gotta go get some need or something. And he says to me, uh, Todd, uh, you want to stay uh, stay close. Uh, don't wander. And I'm like, what? 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 Why? Why? Uh, do you have jerky in your bag? Or what? Is, oh, it's is, nice to Or do you have do you have a sandwich for me? Or and then. He just kept, you know, he kept, he gave me that eye, and I went, okay, I, I don't know what's going on, but I, I'll listen to my buddy Dutch, and so I just kind of stayed by him, I kept my cart next to his cart, and we kept shooting, and we're doing our thing, and all of a sudden, there's like a commotion down at the end of the range, at the beginning of it, and there's about 12 bays at that time, and uh, we were using all of them in the old days, and uh, there's like a commotion, people are coming out of the bays and they're they're all gathering they're like mobbing something it was like a 
like a hysterical crowd. You could hear this <laughs> roar of people. Roar. And I'm, we're all looking down like, what, what's going on? What's going on? And then all of a sudden, I see this blue, uh, blue minivan. And it's driving along, and 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 the doors open. the The passenger side door, not the front, but in the back, the sliding door. Yeah. It's open, and it gets closer and closer, and and people are just swarming it. It's just like flies on sugar. It's a you can't coach. imagine. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just unbelievable. And I thought, oh my god. Uh, it, uh, this food. is why D- Dutch wanted me to stay close. There's a keg in that minivan. <laughs> and, Sounds like and it, it's getting closer and closer and closer, and people are just swarmed around it. You couldn't get near it, and all of a sudden, Dutch just kind of looks at me and kind of gives me a wink and, come on, and he just walks right up to it, and he says, all right, everybody. All right, all right, all right. And you know, give us some room. Give us some room. And he walks me right up, and the sliding glass door is open, <clears throat> and it's Roy and Dale. Oh my God! Oh cool! Wow! Wow! That's the best story you've ever. Wow! Had. And he and he introduced me to them, oh. and I got to shake their hand. Oh my God! Ah, never wash that hand again. <laughs> yes, <neither>. Yeah. <laughs> Nola keeps complaining about that, yeah, but I, am I, sure. I won't listen to her. <laughs> and they could not have been more gracious. Oh, they could not wow. have been more kind. And and then afterwards, you know, they just drove off. And Dutch looks wow. at me and goes, well, I told you to stick around. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. Wow, Dutch, that's that's great, man. <laughs> I'll tell you another little funny thing about that day. Uh, when Roy got down to Norco, uh, he was very upset because he forgot to wear his cowboy hat. No. He had on a baseball cap. No. That's right. And that's he right. was totally embarrassed about that. Oh, my. That's wow. all right. He's Roy Rogers. That's yeah, really. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Touch, in the, wow. in the few minutes we got left, I would like for you to touch on uh, Roy and Dale's stepdaughter, Mimi Rogers Swift, and her contribution because she was with the foundation right up to right up to her last days. That's correct. Mimi was a real sweetheart and uh, very loyal to the foundation. Very generous. Uh, she attended every uh, uh, fundraising event that we held, and she always was a buyer in our auctions and raffles and you couldn't ask for a nicer a nicer lady than Mimi we miss her to this day yeah I bet she had some great family stories too yeah I'll bet yes she alright uh, time for some shameless promotion here Dutch Dorch is the guest he's the executive director of the Happy Trails Children's Foundation Dutch, uh, talk about that um, raffle that's coming up and how folks can get tickets. Tickets are available now, and uh, we call it our sizzling summer opportunity drawing. Uh, Our CPA said, don't call it a raffle, so we don't. (laughs) 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 But uh, the grand prize... Uh, in my opinion, is worth a minimum of twelve thousand dollars. Really? All the prizes are awesome. Yeah, they all. And uh, it's a, it's an outfit that even if the holsters don't fit, which they wouldn't, fit <laughs> my imagination, uh, is something you'd love to have uh-huh. and display in your home. Oh, yeah. you know, the guns have oh. never been fired. Mm. They're real guns, 45 caliber. Oh, uh, they're subject to all federal and state regulations. And to enter, and to enter, you can uh, go to happytrails.org. Uh, or there, what's the phone number, Dutch? Uh, our phone number is 
area code 855. This is a toll-free number. 855-788-1440. I'll be making a... I'm going to make a, a, a donation you there. Can, I'm going to buy go me a raffle 11? ticket. You're going to go for 11 tickets? Yeah, no, I can't. Uh, only, uh, only if you can afford that. Tickets are only ten dollars each, or eleven for a hundred dollars. Yeah, well, I already have my tickets. Well, I'm going to get some. I too. already bought mine. I'm going to win that damn thing. <laughs> I thought you just wanted the shotgun. I do want the shotgun. That's that's the one I really sure. want. <laughs> Dutch, thank you so much for joining us. Real you are, pleasure. You are a delight. Yeah, sir. very, and very, very much. Uh, and thank, an icon thank you. too. Yeah, no kidding, man. Uh, we really appreciate you taking your time out to uh, talk with us uh, today. Uh, <laughs> wow! I'll laugh I mean, a lot. that's what it's all. You about. know, it was just so doggone much fun, and that's all I can tell you. Yeah. It was so doggone much fun. It was fun. fun. Thank you for having. All right, that's it for this edition of Abel Francie's Voices of the West. Harry Alexander and Bunker to France and Todd Roberts with you. Seventy-eight, seventy-nine, eighty. Uh, happy Trail Cowboy Foundation <laughs> raffles to you too. Thanks for listening to Emil Franzing's Voices of the West.